Hello and welcome to Hit the Bricks. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. And we're, we're back here in one we're of back. our favorite places. Yes, yeah. back again. Yeah. We're on the stage at the Pollard Theater uh, with Jerome Stevenson, mm -hmm. Greg Hopkins. Thanks for having us. Thank you yeah, guys for glad coming. Glad you're here. Absolutely. Glad you showed up. It's always a little bit more exciting to be doing this on the stage. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more pressure. <laughs> stage feeling, right? Like you chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk about Love Letters. It opens February 14th. Love Letters, perfect for the, the Valentine's uh, season. Great obviously. marketing. The marketing so. team here. Great yeah, job. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> February's Love. It's amazing how that to, works we, out. We try to put them to put it on 14th, and we're like, hey, we got to put Valentine's on the 14th. That was uh, great. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't get to work with that. Makes uh, it easy for some guys. Hey, here's tickets. We're done. Yeah, your, your, your presence <laughs> yeah. already in the, in, in the ready to go. Yeah. It's, huh? it's a pretty unique show. Yeah. Uh, talk about what Love letters is well we chose love letters because first of all it's been around since uh since the 80s and and um it's really kind of an extraordinary meeting of two actors it's it's literally actors and text on stage at the same time they are reading the actual letters and and that in itself kind of creates an interesting challenge and because we have such an intimate space um, we thought that's a perfect thing for us to do, a perfect piece for us to do, but we've always been looking for the right season to bring it back because we actually produced the show several years ago when we had our stage two, which was over Granny Had One a million years ago. Um, but as we were talking about this season and really wanted to focus in on relationships and, and particularly relationships as you've developed over many years as we get older, um, th then it started to feel like the right vehicle, uh, the right time to produce that play. And, and because of its nature, because it's, two actors and the text, we thought, oh, if you can get the right actors and the right director to guide them, then you really got a project. And Greg and I had been talking about a couple of projects uh, working on in the past, and we, he was up here, obviously, to do um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and he was in uh, The Full Monty, and we'd just been looking for the right vehicle, and so I called him up and said, hey, would this be one you're interested in? He said yes, uh, and then we were lucky enough to have Stephen Hilton and Billy Thrash, who are two of Oklahoma's most celebrated uh, actors, veteran actors, and, and then it was just kind of a perfect mix, and we're like, we're on. Mm. We're on. Uh, like reading some about the show, um, you, like, there are some iconic shows where you, you think of like one particular actor or one actress that has performed the role. Mm -hmm. Like looking at all the different people, there's so many right. people that mm -hmm. have done those two, uh, Andrew and Melissa, the two mm -hmm. characters. Like the list is just endless. Yeah. Um, that that seems like a pretty unique thing to the show, to me at least. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it it really is. Um, that was the thing about the show when it was when it first opened and the way it played. It apparently never really played on Broadway till last year. Not till last year. Yeah. It played in small theaters, and television actors. Uh, this was in the eighties, like you said, eighty nine mm -hmm. maybe. Um, Wanted theater experience, and there, in L.A. there just wasn't really much theater to, to give them the exposure that they were looking for. Um, and this was uh, a piece that they could come in and do one night between, you know, on a break from doing a TV show or something and, and get them exposure that they didn't have before and experience you know, doing a show in LA. Yeah. And Joe mentioned that you were available for this one. Why, why, why makes you excited for this one here? Well, um, theater's a spiritual experience for me. Mm -hmm. um, and this play has that. It, it's a, a bittersweet romance. Um, 
and it's and and we're, what we're finding as we're working together is it's just coming easy because it's it's the word he's done such a wonderful job writing the play right. he's a real wordsmith and there's not an extra piece of information in the show it's all relevant um, it's all emotionally based and so it fits kind of yeah. what I like to do. Letters that they read are from the different stages of life between these two characters, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. It follows them from age 7 to age 56. Uh, and every scene is a new year. He goes through all 56 years. Mm -hmm. 50 years. Right, and it's, yeah. it's really cleverly done <laughs> because there, did, there would seem to be this, this aesthetic distance that happens when you're watching an actor where watching an actor that is working with the text, that's looking and reading text. But what he does that's really clever is that one, he doesn't allow them to engage with each other. He wants them to engage with us. So we're seeing their reaction to a letter that they're reading, or we're seeing their choices of words when they pick that in their language for when you write it down. Because what's, what's fundamentally different about this play is that we use language differently now. We don't, we don't write letters as a general rule. We shoot off a text or we send off an email. Here's something where you're going to send it to someone, it's going to have your handwriting, you touched it, you physically had to, uh, to craft the way it looks, how the words sound, what does it evoke. You can't, writing uh, intent is different. When we speak, I, you can hear in my voice if I'm being sarcastic. When I write it, you can't. And so maybe I have to overplay a piece of sarcasm or really push the emotional weight of this is how I feel about you and my love letters that we wrote when we were kids. Yeah. And hope the girl read it and, and came back the next day and marked yes or whatever it was that they did. And so that was really, it's really profoundly interesting to me to say that, to tell that story to a contemporary audience because while I think technology is great, some of the technology that we deal with today lessens our ability to communicate rather than makes it easier for us to communicate. And now we're, we're in the habit of truncating almost everything. One of my least favorite phrases in the world, forgive me for those of you who love this phrase, is you got me feeling some kind of way. Have you ever heard anybody say that? Like, I'm feeling some kind of way. And I was like, you don't know how you're feeling? <laughs> like as a person, you don't know. So here, it's all they're dealing with. And the other thing that's really compelling about it is that we can all see it. Uh, there's a great old Richard Pryor joke that says, you know, every man has a woman that, the one that got away, and it either kills you or makes you fat. Because when that thing happens, it's <laughs> devastating to all of your machismo. And as guys, we can look at this relationship and say, I could see why he chose to do this or why he didn't choose, or are they gonna get to, oh man, I had a girl that was like that. I'm glad I didn't end up with yeah. her, but it could have, and how differently would my life have turned out? That's a really compelling story to watch, and it becomes all of our story, a shared story. Hopefully we don't make all the same choices that they make. But, but it's really interesting to watch it from our perspective, from the safety of our seats and go, there but by the grace of God, or that's exactly what I ended up with, or that's yeah. exactly how our friendship yeah. is. Or. And that's what I mean by the spiritual nature yeah. of theater. It's what's happening inside the audience is what's mm -hmm. important. It comes across more personal with, through a letter than a 
you know, a text message, email, or email. email you, yeah. And you have to. You had to wait for the answer. You <laughs> right. never knew when the answer was going to come. Right. You know, it might be tomorrow. It might be a right. week. It might be not come. Right. Yeah. And was you know, in a, a text messaging age, there's so much like type, 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 send. Whereas like a letter, you you write. Uh, you might erase. You mm -hmm. write. You, edit, you you set it down. You think about it. You let it brew and steep for a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's so much more weight to a to a you know a page of text and you know lol dumb <laughs> dumb photo sins or k uh, just the letter k, k. It drives, me, oh, it drives k. me crazy yeah I, I'll, <laughs> this is such a generation like i'll i'll text my son like all the details i need in this in this paragraph like these are important words that i'm texting you and he replies back to this really eloquent text of mine with like Okay. Like, no, All that work. I yeah. worked on this. Why are you doing this? But then thing? it's weird when you get a message and it's long. Like, what was it? Write a book? It's like four paragraphs. Oh, if, yeah. if my son texts me like a long message, to me, I, what's, what's, there's an emergency? Yeah. What's wrong here? Yeah. Um, and I, by the way, that was the first Richard Pryor joke without a curse word in it. That's a great job. I was like, anytime someone says, there's this Richard Pryor joke, I'm like, <laughs> wait. Okay. No, uh, I, I called it down. Uh, well, but it, it's interesting, when we were looking at this play, I did kind of an interesting exercise and looked through a bunch of my old letters. Just old letters that I got from people. My mom, or the thing that she wrote to me when I went to college, or a college professor, or some girl I wrote or dated. And I thought, boy, now that I think about this, I remember my response to that and how long it took me to to call it together and to figure out how to say, because you didn't want to say too much and you wanted to be able to, you know, distance yourself from anything that she went, oh, he loves me and I can't stand him. No, I didn't mean that. I just meant that he had very pretty hair and, and I'm done talking now. You know, that, yeah, right. so it was, it was a really different experience and, and, and we also took time and care. You know, how many times have you seen somebody post something and 16 of the, of the, of the 22 words are, correctly and incorrectly spelled or, or don't necessarily evoke the point that they're trying to evoke. Anyway, that's what made this piece really interesting and timely for me. And, and so then the idea of being able to get Greg, who, who sees theater very much the same way I do and has, and has a sense of you know, spirituality and moving the audience together in this kind of ebb and flow. Like you want audience members, you want to watch from the back of the house as they go. <gasps> and you see the wife look over to the husband and go, that this is what, and he goes, I don't see any of that. I don't yeah. get any of that. And she's, oh, you just don't. You know, but you're yeah. watching them communicate. Yeah. And that's really rich. It makes the experience rich. There's something really like uh, uh, sweet about watching plays where you watch relationships change over time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I remember, uh, I love you, you're perfect, now change. <laughs> it kind of has that sense. And so those, those plays with the Pollard, they kind of just, I don't know, they, they fit some, some, for some reason. There's like a precious like, sense to like, this place, those kind of stories, like they work together. Well, that, uh, we had this conversation last year. Um, I love working here because it, it does that, you know. Um, we're doing it for the same reasons. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it, 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 it's an interaction with the community in so many important ways. Um, and this space is so intimate yeah. that it allows that, where you don't, if the space was bigger, you can't catch all that nuance. But here, I can see the person that's sitting all the way at the back of the house, uh, you know, the lights go down and I don't get to see the, every detail, but I can feel them 
shift or a move or a sigh, and that's, that's what I think he's really good at being able to bring as an actor. And so getting a chance to see him bring it to these actors as a director is gonna be, Is there something different about uh, directing actors who, who, who are reading things? Is that different? That, it's, no, it's really not, because we, we start every play in that way. We sit down and read through the script before we do anything. The trick here is, that's all we've got. So it's our job to look at, at, at all the different scenes, the, all the events that happen, all the emotions that happen, and make sure that we catch all of those. Because all the audience is going to get is what's on the page and what the actors bring to it. Two characters, is there a lot of production still just with two as far as sets? And... It's going to be pretty simple. Yeah, um, yeah. We're kind of looking at it like um, you, you would with a, uh, a, a duet, a musical duet at a, at a concert. You know, it's two people reviewing their yeah, lives together. Yeah. Um, he used that phrase, he used that term with me when we were first sitting on the talk production because then I changed hats and became our sister director Hats goes down and I became the set and lighting designer. And he said to me, it's a chamber music duet. And I thought, oh, that's really evocative. And it's these two master musicians, in this case, two master actors, really going back and forth and showing you every nuance. And, and what prose can do is prose can give you a thought and then two minutes, seconds after the line goes, you go, oh my God, I just got the other thing that they did. And then yeah. you're driving home and they thought, when she made this face, I now realize, so you're they're giving you all that richness and then you don't want anything in the way of that. You want you to be able to tell that they're reading. You want them to be in a space. You don't want something that goes, oh, that's a really pretty clock over there. Because the clock is not part of the show. It's not right. what we're doing. It's, you don't need to create scenery. It's literally give us them Focus my attention in on them. Show me little nuances and details that that elevate the story you're telling, and get out of the way. Mm -hmm. Get out of the way. Mm. And uh, just the concept itself, like the, people's love letters to each other, those are intimate things. Those are kind of private things. And so, like you know, an audience the size of the Pollard, uh, this room being able to kind of like you know that kind of fits with that private moment between these two people. And I guess like having more of like a, 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 a an understated production uh, sense to that fits. Mm -hmm. And the play has an interesting sense of time, really, because we're we're hearing the letters kind of as they're being written, but also as they're being read. And we're sitting here in this time, listening to people to go back through letters that they wrote years ago. Mm -hmm. um, it, that just has some resonance for me, that, yeah. that, that it is that rich, that it, it deals with time itself. And people, uh, especially two people that are uh, sharing that relationship over a lifetime, like every, every year, every decade, they're different people. That's a trip thinking about like, I don't know if I would want to like, Read letters that I wrote to somebody from <laughs> 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, we did. We, did. we, we did. keep them. Uh, yeah. Do you keep your? Have you kept your letters like Amanda wrote you back in the day? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. We have them in our closet. I'm yeah. like, 
I fell in love with myself, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, this is, you're I like, did this. You're like, good job. Yeah, Chris, well, well, good. clever. I'm a clever like, man. Commas in the right spot, everything, <laughs> man. But, like, yeah, but things are like, they're, are, you know, were important to us when we were, you know, 17. Right. Uh, 20 years later, you're like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got you to fold them the right way, too, and all that. Stuff. You're, you're, it's, it's compelling to go back and look at yourself over time, which is exactly what this play does, because what drives us in our lives is our need. We need, I need you to understand this. I need to feel valuable. I need to, but those needs change. And you look and, and you say, well, this is what I wrote to this, this, this first girlfriend, and I was absolutely certain she was everything. And I can't even tell you where I met her now. Yeah. And, and, and I'm so blessed to be married to my wife and my spouse. But in that moment, that wasn't a lie. Right, that, right. that version of me absolutely believed it. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way I, I think I've ever had to experience looking back, golly, I am different. You know, I, I can remember, but the proof is seeing yeah. somebody talk to me from that time. And tell me, oh, I know how much you love this. And I go, I've done that in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, it was everything. So yeah. when you think about, um, you know, so many like uh, biographies have been compiled from people's like, collections of letters. Um, that's going to be a lost art before too long. That's not going to, like, no one's going to compile a book based on my Facebook posts. Right. That's just not going to, that's <laughs> like, going to be awful. 30 years here at the Polar, are going to have love emails. <laughs> I hope that we find a way to hold on to some of that connection, that connectivity. I hope we don't lose it completely. Tweets are great and Facebook posts are great, but being able to communicate one-on-one -on -one and, and, and spend some time, I think, I hope we don't lose that. I really do. Because as we talk about this, I'm going back to the letters that, you know, that we have, and I think the audience will go back to the time of, of writing letters and uh, my father-in-law still writes letters, and they're, they're, they're really? great. Absolutely, he writes great huh. letters. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I don't know anybody who does. Uh, <laughs> That's a lost art. Do you guys do like Christmas letters? Do you do like those? Don't do Christmas. We don't even do family photos or anything. We're. I feel uh, so humbug. guilty when I get like a, a I, email, and it's like yes. two pages <laughs> yes. of like double-sided single space. I'm like, oh. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. You're like, should we be doing that? <laughs> should like, we be writing uh, this? Do they really care that I went to 18 ball games, this <laughs> Little League ball games? I don't, do they really care about that? Yeah, I feel so much Christmas guilt. <laughs> yeah, no. If the they do, they go to my Facebook page. Completely. Check out my uh, Completely. Yeah. yeah. I want to one of these, I want to get one that says, this was the worst year ever. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the really interesting Christmas letter. That would be good. So this show opens on the 14th. How long does it run? We run for three weekends. You can get tickets to poly.org, the box up. No, we're open uh, Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5, and then on Saturdays from 1 to 5. I'm cool with the process of going on to the website, picking my seat. But there is something cool about walking into a box office sure. and getting a ticket. I, I, there's a little window. And you, yeah. you know, yeah. I like that. They point to you a seat, which ones you want. You can look right. in the theater if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. And Jennifer's a pleasant person Absolutely. at the box office. Yeah. I went to get movie tickets online. Get, get seat, and they like charge to get your seats online. Like, no, we'll walk up to the door. Yeah. <laughs> Save extra 73 yeah. cents.
we'll eventually have, we'll eventually live in a world where we have no connection with other humans whatsoever. Everything will be online. Yeah. We'll never go to a store. We'll like, like the, the delivery guy from Amazon shows up and if he rings the doorbell, I find myself going, well, don't answer it. Just wait till he leaves and walk away. I was like, go up to the guy and say yeah. hello. Hey, thanks for Thank you, appreciate you, yeah. But they ring the doorbell and take off. Yeah, yeah they're gone. I, I always hate um, uh, like talking about like our disconnectedness because of like computers and then sharing like a story from Facebook. <laughs> But today, I, I, I hit share on somebody had put a Kurt Vonnegut quote on there, him telling a story about how he liked to just go take a walk to buy an envelope because he could, you know, uh, see somebody in their, in their stroller and, you know, wave at the firefighter and just all these little thing details of life that he experienced because he walked to the store to buy an envelope as mm -hmm. opposed to, like, you know, ordering it yeah. on, online. Uh, Send yeah. me envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would, he would walk to the store as opposed to doing the, the easy thing, which would be like buying 5,000 envelopes mm -hmm. off of Amazon. Yeah. This is, if, you're, if you're just listening to this, I am doing the keyboard, international symbol for typing on a keyboard. We should have um, given you some sound effects. Right. Yes. That's not what a keyboard sounds like. Well, that, I think that goes back to him and what Greg was saying about the spirituality of theater. If you ever go, uh, if you ever get a chance, you should go and see a show twice. Go see some play that you enjoyed, and the first time, fully invest in the play. Just watch it. And the second time, sit further back and watch the audience. Watch them collectively, and you can even zoom in on a couple of people or whatever. But if you watch them, and I spend a lot of time watching audiences, that's part of my job, you watch them sync up. You literally watch them, they, their, their shoulders move together when they're laughing. They find a joke funny and they laugh and move it the same way. When they, oh no, she died. Like, and, they're, they, they're, and, and we are in the dark with a bunch of strangers and connected by a series of events. And it, there's research that shows that hearts sync up. You know, everybody's heart starts beating at the same rhythm at the same time. It is extraordinary when you really stop and look mm -hmm. at it. To me, it's always interesting. Like I'm not a super like you know uh, uh, expressive person, not super emotional person. With your hands, you are though. With my hands, I am. <laughs> lots of hand gestures. <laughs> but um, there are definitely moments in like live theater where like something something happens on stage, and everybody's feeling something together. And for me, like especially like you know with like really meaningful moments. Oh, maybe like a sad moment where like, I start to feel that thing, but I don't really feel it until you hear somebody, like you, when you hear somebody like maybe like a little <laughs> sniffle, then, oh my God, the sniffle just killed yes, me. Yeah. Like, I'm okay until I hear somebody like yeah, yeah. four rows away, get a little, and then I'm just like, oh no. And you're wide eyed, oh. you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> And like, Absolutely. yeah, or if you happen to like, kind of like look down the road and you see somebody with like a, a real visible like response, then I'm just like, that combined with what's happening on yeah. stage just kind of messes me, me up. Because yeah. <laughs> you know in that moment that you're not by yourself. Yeah. You're, you, you are not the only person who feels something because of that. Another guy feels that or another lady feels that and you're like, oh my God. Mm. I didn't want to have to deal with it, but that's the truth. We, we experience loss in similar ways, which is why for a country that's full of people who are connected by this great experiment, 
it's crazy when we get separate and div divisive because we are so similar. We do share so much in common, so much more than we, than that, that, that distances us or that separates us. So I think that's one of the reasons why we keep doing stuff like this and telling stories like these because those simple stories don't have a gender, they don't have a race, they don't have a socioeconomic background. It's just about people and we go, I've been there. Hmm. I was dating my wife. We went to the movie theater, 1999, to watch Titanic. <laughs> and it was one of those, you had to get tickets in advance. And so we were waiting for that because we were the late movie or whatever. And people are coming out. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be macho now. People, like, guys uh. are crying. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> this is not going to be good for me. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like, uh. I like the Titanic. Did you, did you cry? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, st I still like that movie. I do too. Oh. Somebody um, uh, asked, like, what are some of the, like, the kind of like those guilty pleasure movies, like, uh, yeah. that, you know, they're kind of like panned for being a little bit cheesy, but still, like, you just can't stop can't. watching. And that, that, that's one of them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I went and saw that movie, then went to, uh, my girlfriend and I went and saw that movie. I went and called another, another couple, Chris and Carrie Jarrett, as a matter of fact, said, you're going to come see this movie. And he was like, okay, yeah, we're going to say. Just across the board, we're all just like, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. She's a film of <laughs> Love she, it. She wouldn't let go. <laughs> she said. Uh. All right, get your tickets to Love Letters, February 14th. Uh, it's a perfect Valentine's. Absolutely. Really yeah. 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 It's lovely. There's a lot of restaurants in town doing Valentine's specials as well, so you can get some dinner and then head on over. That'd be yeah, awesome. For sure. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. Jerome, Greg, thanks a lot. Well, thank, thank you so much for having us, man. Good Always a pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right, we'll see you uh, next week or next time on Hit the Bricks. Coming home, coming home, coming home.